One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear, ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the award-winning Long Run Show podcast. I was going to call it something else, but we are here. We are pre-recording for your viewing and listening pleasure. You're welcome. Um, okay, team, so massive show tonight. Shortened show, but massive, because we're all on our way to Birmingham for the National Running Show, where we're going to be doing a live sort of this. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be awesome. So I'm just going to thank everybody now who's coming to see the show. We are live at 7 o'clock if you're listening to this on the way up to Birmingham. We're live at, 7 o'clock, live at 11 o'clock on Saturday, okay? There's going to be Eilish, and then there's going to be us, all right? She's she's the opening act for us. She's like the warm-up. So, you know, if you go like a TV show and they have the geezer come out, he tells you a few jokes, oi, oi. That's basically Eilish, and then there's the main event. That's us. And then for dessert... Come along to the group run, five o'clock, with 500 other everyday runners. We'll be there. You're welcome. It'll be great to see you. Um, so this is the Long Run Show. Uh, we are everyday runners. We are normal people just like you. No journalists here. No paid Speak people yourself. here. No, nothing. <laughs> We're just like you, okay? None of this is scripted. This is all going to go wrong, and I'm probably going to end up in jail at the end of tonight's show. Joining me on this award-winning panel, we've got Ranny Coach. Admin all the way from the Bahamas. She's come back <laughs> from the Bahamas for this episode. She was in Abu Dhabi last week, in the uh, Bahamas this week. Uh, we're lucky she's not out for dinner, which is good. Uh, we've got the smallest man in Surrey, uh, but he's got the biggest tan. Uh, Hayden's here as well, joining me. And then we've got the quiz master. Uh, Mr. Wilkerson's up the top. If you want any horse racing tips, don't ask him because he won't give you any. Uh, and we've got to give a shout out to our sponsor sketches.co.uk for sponsoring this and putting up with me I appreciate it thank you very much and we've got to thank all our listeners because um, you keep tuning in every week and we really genuinely really appreciate it so guys how are we all doing alright 
Yeah, good. Can I just yeah. say one thing about the running show that yeah. you forgot? We do also, there is a stand which yeah. we're doing. Oh, you've got that. Yeah, which we're doing something a bit different on this year. So um, the stand number is H74 if you're looking at the floor plan and planning your day. So um, do pass by there because. Yeah, well, come along. We've got something a bit different this year. Um, we've got the, um, what's it called, Hayden? The what? The, the secret thing. Are we allowed to talk about that? Well, yeah, this right. will go out the night before. So I think so by then. Yeah, why not? Well, we've also got we've got competitions. We've got loads going on. Oh, yeah, on we've got competition on stand. Am I allowed yeah, to talk about that now? Yeah, yeah why not? So you can, you, if you come along the stand, you can enter in. You're going to get this uh, chance to win 250 quid voucher plus a brand new pair of running shoes. You're going to be, you can crack on with that. That's going to be on the stand. And we've got a first, a world's first at the store, at this store, at the stand. Uh, we, and like everything else, we're pioneers, we're disruptors. We have got the first ever. You know, like when you go to the expo, Wilco, and there's the wall that mm -hmm. you can write on? Yeah. We've got that. Have you? Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to write to Wilco, thanks for taking me to the well in half. You're welcome. Right? <laughs> I'm going to write it on there. Uh, but we've called it, well, hey, what we called it? This is our dream big 40 wishing wall. For, dream big 40 wishing wall. Come along, write some good luck messages for all your, all your friends, pals who are running this year. Get along, graffiti it. No naughty words, no naughty pictures, Ben. Uh, on now, um, but yeah, come along, genuine. Uh, come along to stand. I'll be there after the uh live show, uh, on stage. I'll be there hanging out to the end of the day because we've got the group run, and uh, admin and the rest of the team will be up there. Speedgoat will be up there for all you Speedgoat fans. Uh, Simon's happy to talk, uh, take questions about his ratings, especially if you're from the Chel um, from the Cambridge Half Marathon. <laughs> He's going to be on the stand, uh, if you want to present him with that lawsuit. Uh, and then on Sunday, I think I'm there all day. Uh, pretty much. Uh, probably pack up early, but don't tell the National Running Show. Like, they give it the ump, we pack up early, but I will be packing up early. What are going to do about it? Uh, so, yeah, so that's it. So, are we all looking forward to the show, guys? Yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I thought hey. last year was great, and I'm just, yeah, I think we've we, got... We're, we're going to be talking about, on, on the show, we're going to be talking about can everyday runners do the world majors? And you've forgotten one really, really important thing. We have a very, very, very special guest joining us. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if I was allowed to say that, but that's why I'm most excited. And it ain't Eilish. You keep Eilish. Much we love her on this channel. Big fan of the show. Said hello to us at the Great North Run. It's not how we roll, people. If you know how we roll, we've got a very special guest. Um, join us on the sofas. Apparently sofas this year, guys. Ooh. We'll know more when I get there. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have sofas. Wilco, you're not there, are you? I'm afraid not. I've got work. Some of us got to keep so the But what I love about that, right, what I actually love about that, is the fact that it's real just getting proves the fact that we are like genuine real people who just tune on here and talk about he's got to work do you know what i mean <laughs> over the guys that come up late because they're, they're working we should what we should have done is we should have had like they do at the oscars and say unfortunately wilco cannot be with us this evening oh, we, could, and, we, could uh, we get our big screen wilco. yeah you could do we'll, we'll sort it out but that, but jimmy seriously right so that's again i hope you appreciate that you know we are just normal people who like to talk about running right okay so Tonight is, um, is a bit of a special. We're going to just bash through this because basically I want to get to the second half of the Spurs game. And we're just going to go through. We've got some questions that are coming, and these are real emails. We don't make this stuff up. Don't get into anything happening. No. Um, but we don't make this stuff up. These are genuine emails. You can send an email in to Wilco. Longrunshow at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you. If you want to be on this show, come along and hang out with us. You can email in to Longrunshow at gmail.com. I want you to think of, if you've ever seen it, 
the Gary Neville podcast, like where we had Rory McIlroy sitting on that table, that you could become like be like that, but it's virtual. So mm. you have to sit on your own table. Yeah, you basically got to sit on your own table. You got to have your own coffee and that. But <laughs> we can't we can't give you any golf or anything like. That. But if you want to come out and hang out on the channel, it's a genuine open invitation to anybody. We're opening it up this year. Anybody wants to come and hang out once a week, just send an email in. We'll then DBS check you and make no. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we, honestly, we want you to come on. So just come out and hang out. Uh, we don't care who you are, what you are. So just come on. We we want we want to hear from everyday runners. So one more time, uh, what's your email? Longrunshow at gmail.com. Now, before we get into these questions, because we only got half hour, there was an interesting article this week, right, that we've held back for this because we was, we came up in the live show that we did before this. Now, we've got to tread very, very, very carefully, haven't I, Admin? Very. Well, you have. Yeah, I've <laughs> got to tread very, 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 very carefully. Someone referred to me as the Ricky Gervais of the running world the other day. Which I, oh. I didn't know whether that was a compliment or not, in terms of saying stuff. Anyway, it's better than some things you've been called. Yeah, it's true. All, all, all my haters out there, they're going to love this. But we're going to try and I, I'm going to try and be as constructive as I can be on this subject because Hayden, go. So we have a look at the every week. We try and look at a few news stories to see what is happening in the news, and I come across one. It's actually Strava that done a report on gathered loads of information from 2023. And one of the topics that came up was, the question is saying that no longer influencers are no longer influencing us. And this is particularly in relation to running. So basically they're saying that family and friends are more inspirational and more useful for getting ideas and stuff than influencers are these days. And it's something obviously very topical, especially with that man up at the top there, Mr. Ford. But I think it's something to talk about. And has it got legs? Let's have a chat. What do you think? Okay. Right. So, firstly, I'm just going to put I do not class myself with this uh, tag, this tag, or this thing, this influencer thing. I don't think uh, what I do puts me into the same realm as, and I may be wrong, you may disagree with this, right? And, and you can, guys can disagree with it. I don't know. But I don't think that I have. I don't think I have a, a following like a lot of lot of the people out there. All right, whether they bought that or whatever, you can talk about it amongst yourself, right? But I don't have that following. I don't have that in terms of a thing. I don't, you know, do a lot of the stuff that these people get the opportunity to do. I can't be wrong, right? I'm not. There's no. Like, I'm just saying. I don't put myself in some. You look at what some of these people are doing, right? So I don't class myself as a as a, an influencer. You may disagree, and that's fine. I ain't got a problem with that, um, and that's great. But um, I don't necessarily class myself as that. So I'm I'm going to talk about this in terms of being in that world, if that's all right with you guys, mm. but slightly on the outside. Is that fair? Yeah. Can I just say something, though? Because mm. I, do, I do disagree with you slightly, oh. like usual. Um, you may not see yourself like that, but that's your perception of yourself. Mm -hmm. I think mm. anybody else you ask that follows a YouTube, is part of the community, watches the channel, any of those things. Works for Hoka. Yeah. <laughs> what? Let me carry on naming companies. Stop. Mm. Um, anyway. Better, by the way, pre-warn everybody that I am on a tight leash here, by the way. Yeah. But I think I just want to kind of, your perception of yourself is very, very different, I think, to mm. that of the wider 
I think as well that we're, we're in difficulties because we know you. We know you personally. Yeah. You know, um, you're you're a mate of ours. You yeah. know, you're not just a bloke who's on YouTube mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, there's other people. Have Hayden. Yeah, well, you and Hayden <laughs> have a difficult relationship. I think we'll put it that way. Um, but, you know, like you, you know, I find that you inference, but more in a sort of like a guidance perspective, not sort of like in the way that a lot of these, look at me, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You know, when I find your stuff more valuable is like when, uh, like you're reviewing shoes and things like that, like stuff like that. And I think because, but because, I think that's because I know you and I trust your opinion on these sort of things. So that I think, you know, that, you know, if Chris is going to say that this 150 pound pair of trainers is a waste of money, then I'm probably not going to buy them where, and you know, and if he recommends something, then it's something I'm definitely going to look at, but that's been built in the trust that without, yeah. it's more of a personal relationship thing. Mm. I think then okay. you're, so you do influence me in that respect, but um, I don't think you're, not, it's not the sort of, you know, it's not the, what you do is it's not the airbrushed Instagram, you know, perception, you know, no, my Instagram doing this, game is poor. My TikTok game is poor. My social media content, it's relatively to, to all these that's why i say i don't class myself in terms of those polished you know like matt Choi, right lovely guy huge in the us massive channel he's got right <laughs> and i love him for this he's got a team of people to go around with him and they film everything they produce that content mm -hmm. you know you go to certain london run clubs uh yeah they have social media people there mm -hmm. just taking pictures making content, reels, making content yeah. to pick that we don't do any of that right so to put that into context i actually think that i'm i'm with whoever wrote that article because i feel that i i get influenced more from like what hayden's doing or from what maybe ben's doing or somebody i know like outside of the thing is my is more influential to me than and this is not to be disrespectful, but somebody on TikTok or something. I do get sick and tired, right? Admin, be careful here. I do get sick and tired of these Herberts on TikTok and on and on YouTube channels giving out advice, giving out training plans when they're not qualified. That drives me up the wall. Mainly because I probably I spent the time and learned and, and got qualified yeah. and got the experience. But when I see just because some somebody's done a marathon, and that's not being disrespectful to them because everybody's welcome to voice their opinion, but you know, and 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 then everybody's then listening to it. It's like where there are YouTube channels, big ones that are giving out advice weekly on podcasts and things like that, and none of them are qualified, and they're basing that. And that's not to say there's nothing wrong with basing that on experience, because experience goes a long way. But I think you've got to temper it, and I think you've got to make you, you've got to take some of that with a pinch of salt. Um, I think there's that, an element of there's an honesty about it, isn't yeah. there? So we're very honest about whether we're run leaders, coaches, everyday. We're all everyday runners, but. Yeah just out there having a good time right mm. it there's no kind of no nothing kind of plastered over we're not trying to be something we're not no. and i think that's where you've got to be very careful because i think you can talk about experience everyone's got their own experiences and i think that's, that's valuable like, that is valuable yeah. i've got yeah, i've got valuable. no i've got no coaching qualification at all you know i've got no you know all i talk about is sort of like what my personal experience yeah. is and you know if i found something if you know if if we're talking about a particular subject and I found something that's helped me, whether it's sort that's of like different. mental preparation, things like that, then I'll pass it on and just say, this is what happened to me. This is what I found helpful. But that's you might find it that. helpful too. You're being upfront about that. And you're saying you ain't trying to say, 
oh, you know, listen to me, get a hook, put a hook at the front of a TikTok video to get mm-hmm. views, to get this, to get that, you know, to get branded, to get this, to get that. You're, you're just giving that like on here because you, you, you're being upfront about it because you're just, that's your experience. And that's the difference between the experience, the actual real experience that is valuable to people and just saying it on, on, a, on a social reel to get views. Yeah. And that's the difference. And that's why I think the article is actually on point because the experience that you could get, I could get from having a conversation with Petra about how she got on in her 30 mile, how she did that hot 30 mile ultra would be more useful than me sitting there listening to Sam Herbert on TikTok. Who's, who's done it. Who's, you know, run around London with his shirt off and being a hero. I mean, what, but he mate, it looks good in the real. I mean, this is where it's, it's real. so it's, it is interesting and your opinions, everybody's, there's no right or wrong answer, but it is interesting that it has come up in this article because I actually believe that it's true. I don't, you know, again, I'm a consumer, right? So I don't listen to these guys and girls. That's nothing because I've got nothing against them being not qualified and all this sort of stuff. It's just because I know it's BS and I know, and I know why they're doing it because I'm in the game. I know why they're doing it. I can see, I can see the viral hooks. I can see all the, you know, the keywords that they're putting in. I can see, you know, all that behind it. Because I'm in that world, so that's why I get I get a little bit more irritated by it because I know it's not genuine. There's a more there is there is caveats to it because obviously we can't obviously tar all of it with the same brush because no, there's people out there that are qualified, they are influencers, Correct. and it seems and they've got a lot. As you said, your hero, yeah, Kafuzi. What he talks about, and he's what not he qualified about, by the way. He's not qualified in coaching, but what he talks about of his shoes and what he does. His influence on people is massive. massive. It's well-deserved. Well and you've got people like uh, this messy happy. You know? Ah, brilliant. Exactly. He knows what he's talking about. Brilliant. And but that's the way to deliver the content. Exactly that. And he's not there just to make that real that makes people think, wait a minute. I think the way you can see with it as well is, is how many people would follow, like if you was a, I don't know, a cook, if you was a chef, you was into your cooking and stuff, would you follow this messy happy on um, YouTube? No, you probably wouldn't. You might follow a TikToker, like you said, that takes off his top and runs around London because you think, wow, look at that guy. And for me, that's that's wrong content. That's that's crossing boundaries. It depends why you're putting that content out. That TikToker took his top off and ran around London to get views and stuff. It's working because he's got this local chef in a pub that's following him, thinking it's funny. Whereas that chef would not go and watch this messy happy giving out advice on a training plan. So for me, that's, that, that's where it all sits. And the influencers mm. know what they're talking about. They are the important ones. And that's, but it takes time to watch them. It doesn't take long to sort of like work out what they're trying to do. That's that's the thing, isn't it? You have to, you know, you, it's like so much in life. It's all trial and everybody sort of thing. Mm. So you have to be open-minded when you start the process of looking at stuff. And then you get used to finding things that, are, you know, like, you know, this is what happened with you, Chris. Like, this is how I got into the community in the first place because I got a place in the Great North Run and um, sort of like found the um, support group. I thought, brilliant, you know, this is great. I'll be able to find out where to stay in Newcastle. I've never been there before. You know, all the logistics of the race and that. And then chanced upon um, your race video and then started watching right. that. Uh, this and it all really went on interesting. This is really interesting. So this is the sort of stuff I get in. This is real life, okay? Because it's literally just, I'm going to have to I hide it a bit. But I've just had a link now, literally just come in. So this is my world, all right? This is from an agency. Literally just come in. Chris, you've received a message from XXX company. Yep. One of the biggest running companies in the world, right? US company. I won't say any more than that. Yeah. It's not sketches or anybody like that. So just being straightforward. I'm reaching out to gain some insight for our upcoming campaign with XXX. Are you training for a spring race in hopes of achieving a PB? Question mark. 
If so, please fill in this questionnaire for a chance to get involved with XXX. So do you know what I do when I get that stuff? I hit delete. Delete. Because you know what? They ain't interested in me as a person, what I stand for, the community that I'm involved with. They're only interested in how many followers I've got and, and all this sort of stuff. They couldn't give two hoops. That's why I love the brands that I work with because they're invested in the community and in what we stand for, right? They understand it. So I'm genuinely, delete. Look, see, just delete it. See that? Oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Delete. You're welcome. That's one of the biggest running companies in the world. I've just deleted an email from. Because I don't care. Now, somebody else will jump all over that. Oh, I'm going to get views. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get followers. I couldn't give a toss because it's not true. And that's where you've got to be true to yourself. And that's where I think people have got to be a bit more honest and open about it. I've got no interest in doing that campaign. I, I really couldn't. I, I don't care. I really don't care for their shoes. One iota. Why do I want to run in them? They don't believe in what we believe in. Right? So why get involved in it? That's the difference between, that's why I go back to my point. I'm not an influencer because an influencer or one of these would have sucked that up and smoked that all night. But also, I don't, controversial, don't all hate me for saying this. I don't think it's the end of the world for the ones that do do it. People have no, got their own on. reasons. And I think, look, everyone's got to make a living at the end of the day. Yeah, everyone's 100%. doing their own thing. And I'm like, if that's, if that pays your bills and that makes, or forget it, if that makes you feel good and you get some value out of it, we're all driven by different yeah. things in life. And whether you be driven by the community and doing it being inclusive and it being fair and all of those things versus something else, that's all right. But I'm like, not everything's the same for everyone. And no. let them people crack on. But I don't, I think the tag of an influencer can get a really bad rap. And I, my full-time job is in fashion. Mm. Um and we work with influencers all the time, and they can get a really bad rap. And actually, I don't think it is a bad thing. As long as you are doing what you believe is right for you, mm -hmm. whatever that may be, and you resonate with your audience, then you crack on. So here's a good example. is Ben Felton. Does it full-time, right? He's so open about his stuff. Says he only gives good reviews on shoes because he knows he's open about it. He doesn't. He doesn't hide from it. He's full time on YouTube. That's his. That's running and, and producing content is his job. Mike Kafuz is the same. He's so open about what he does. The geezer just did a video on what he earns on one hundred and sixty thousand yeah. subscribers. Right? He told people like pound for pound what he earns. That is brilliant. Right? That's that's the difference between 
somebody, uh, and that's why I follow Mike because he's open and transparent. He's obviously, he's, you know, his shoe reviews and whatever, and his quality of content and is, you know, but it's because I mean, it's the same with Ben. I love Ben. He's I'm never ever going to be anywhere near his times. I don't I don't watch his race vlogs or really particularly anything like that. I just like following him because I like to see what he's up to because he's usually doing some really cool stuff. Um, does he influence my shoe buying decision? Absolutely not because it's unrelatable. And he'll be the first person to admit that. He said, you know what I mean? But he's just a really nice guy. It's like Ben Parks. I love Ben Parks solely for the reason that he buys all his own shoes and reviews them. So he, he don't give a toss about the brands or anything like that. He'll go, no, this is no good. I bought this myself. Don't care. That's why I love Ben Parks. He's a qualified coach, by the way, if you didn't know Ben. Um, his job is to sell hats and clothing. Good luck with him. He's so open about it. Yeah. Massive respect for that. So, yeah, I think you're, I mean, what actually you're right is that influencers, we do get, sob story, but we do get a bit of a hard time because we're all painted with the same brush. I get it. The same comments I get on the on the videos, uh, they're disgusting. You know, you wouldn't even talk to your mother with that mouth. Do you know what I mean? Some of the stuff I have to delete off of, off of YouTube and, and the hate I get on Instagram. And obviously there's people in these Facebook groups who go off and spout rubbish about me. And I can't defend myself. And they don't know the truth, right? They don't know half of it. And they spout it off and someone believes it. And it's just because they think they know, you know, and it's all lies, right? But let them crack on because there's nothing you can do about it. But don't paint us all with the same brush. Yeah, I think, and, I think it's, down to, it's, down to the cons it's down to the consumer yeah. to decide what they want to watch and what yeah. they take out of all this stuff because there's just such a – plethora of stuff out there there's so many you know it's a Saturated. completely different world isn't it there's yeah. so much it's stuff out there it's, it's changed the world's changed in terms of in terms of uh you know consuming all this stuff and i think it is interesting timing wise because i've seen a lot of stuff in terms of trends for you know 2024 mm -hmm. 2025 about influencers and how their influencers is going to wane and all this sort of stuff but that said there's still a huge amount of budget put behind by the companies par example you know, I just literally live on air just showed you the sort of thing that I'm getting through. You know, there is there is budget there, huge budget to go out and get people like me to, you know, review shoes, team up, post this on Instagram and post that and, you know, do that sort of social content. There's still massive budget that's increasing. So despite them saying that it's dead, it's still like uh, Sabrina says, they, you know, still the marketing companies are using them. But I do I do think there is a distrust growing out there purely because so many people have jumped on the bandwagon. There is so much nonsense out there. Um, and it's and it is hard sometimes to because I watch something and I go, This is really good. And then I go, hang on a minute. And then the geezer's it's just so polished, it's almost too polished. And then you 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 sort of check it and go, actually, he's he's just that's scripted, you know. That's somebody who's given given him that. It's like when you see certain people, oh god, I get I'll be very careful here, admin. Write a book that's a very big selling book with a training plan and things like that. And people follow that book. You think to yourself, well, you've cashed in now. Do you know what I mean? You haven't actually, you know, but you're basing that on experience, which again, it's not a bad thing. Well, I'm not saying you have to be qualified to talk about everything. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying to you is, is that it should be, it should, I, I just believe because, uh, because of maybe because of where I am coming from that position of being qualified, that maybe you should be a bit upfront about that sort of thing. But I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Again, people, I'm, I'm not trying to cause issues for anybody. Again, a lot of people are very experienced out there and they're not qualified. You look at some of the elite runners out there. Obviously, they've learned their craft and they've done all this stuff. You know, it's fascinating to talk to them because you can learn so much, you know, like people like Colin Jackson and stuff like that. And 
you know, they, they don't have to be a qualified person to talk about that because, again, it comes from experience. But I think you should just be a little bit more open about it, maybe. Yeah. But I, don't yeah. know. I don't know. What do you think, Hayden? Yeah, I think, it, as you say, it's a changing world and it is the way of the world. And for people to say that the whole influence inside of things is dead, it's, for me, it's absolute rubbish. I find the youth today, well, you've, all, you've got the kids, literally, they they buy things and everything that happens in my house, one of the kids will say, oh, yeah, I saw that on TikTok. Or oh. anything you buy a comfort, oh, I saw them do that on TikTok. Or, you know, it's just, it's incredible. Their lives are just live like this. So someone that is powerful on one of these streams can have so much influence on other people and the yeah, problem is people have to be responsible with that influence yeah. that you're able to give out yeah i, I think I, and i get i see it here like with my house you know with a 13 and an eight year old um oh she's 12 but yeah 13 this year but you know the, the stuff you know the tracksuits are coming through the bottles that are coming through the cups and and the trends that they're seeing off of tiktok and you know daisy will sit there and watch youtube she won't watch tv she'll watch youtube yeah and, mm. and, you know, that's the way that's going. And that's what they're saying. You know, this year, more people are probably going to watch YouTube on TV than they probably will watch TV. Yeah. Right? That's that's one of the trends of the year. More adults are going to watch YouTube, you know. Um, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. And, and so it's where it's more long-form content instead of, you know, where you've got the quick and ready sort of yeah, yeah. On, your, on your TikTok, on your phone, which you can just bash through all your YouTube shorts. That long form content, people are going to start watching that more on TV than they would necessarily BBC One, which is super interesting. But it, as you say, it, it's that it's that how do you define how do you define influence? I'll go back to my original point. I am more influenced that what I do, probably by what you guys do, my circle of friends, than I do, you know, the people that I see pop up on my for you thing. On TikTok, I mean, most of that stuff is just funny. There's a geezer, I've got to talk about this. There's a geezer, did you see that? I mean, no, I put it in the WhatsApp group. There's this bloke, right, on TikTok. He's brilliant. If you've not followed him, hang on, what is it? This is so, you know what? I don't think we should talk about emails. I think we should talk about this. Yeah, let's do it. It makes it. It's so Same good. Right? Week. <laughs> this geezer, where is he? He's the funniest bloke. If you're offended by bad language, don't watch it. Yeah. But he's the funniest guy. He's called, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Ozin. Mulligan, fat loss coach. O-I-S-I-N. He's this Irish guy. He looks really young. Fat, Mulligan, the... fat loss coach. Every other word is an F or a C. Right? <laughs> but the way he talks about fat loss and like losing weight is brilliant. It's just sort of because it's my simple brain. It resonates with me. I think he's hilarious. But he does. He brings it, puts it over straight away. But I find that really interesting and engaging. And and I guess because of the stuff he's talking about, from what I've seen, I mean, he's got 556,000 followers on TikTok, right? He's qualified, yeah? He's got he's got some background. That he's, you can tell that he's got some knowledge there, right? He's not just reading it off a script um, in, in that respect. But, you know, there are – so that my point is there are people out there who are really, really good and who, who you can follow and have trust in following them. And I'm not saying – that's me, you know, pick whoever you want to pick. I, I think there's some amazing um, women influencers out there in in the running space. Uh, there's Feather's Nutrition on, um, I'm going to get this wrong. I'm going to, she's going to kill me. But, and that's, that's not because I, I met her or anything like that. And she's just really, really good. Uh, she's part of the, like, um, she does the thing with the Believe in the Run. And that's how I met her. 
But if you want to find out about nutrition and, and running, follow her. She's unbelievable in terms, and it makes it. You know, when somebody just makes it like really easy to understand, because I'm really thick when it comes to that sort of thing. Megan Featherston. Yeah. Yeah. She is brilliant on nutrition, right? She's got, and I wouldn't say, I mean, this is big, right, in relative to me and all this sort of stuff, but she's only got 58,500 followers, right? Which actually is probably, compared to her peers, I'm guessing she's probably sitting there going, oh, I haven't got that many followers. So a lot of people, right? She's brilliant, right? But she's well qualified, yeah? And she knows her stuff. So they're the sort of people that I resonate with, and it gives it to you simply. What mm. I don't like to see is like some dude like on TikTok, like coming in and out, like doing all the cuts and that, like to keep my attention, telling me that I should be doing this and should be doing that. And I'm thinking, mm, really, really, come on, son. You know what I mean? Or when I see a, a, a you know a YouTube channel with a pair like three hundred pound Nikes that they were given. And, oh yeah, these are the best things. Or the, the pair of decathlon shoes. Oh yeah, these are and they're having looking at But you know, and they're telling you this and that. And really, come on, guys, have you actually? You know what I mean? It's like really. So I think, like anything, take it with a pinch of salt. But I do think it is super interesting that that that's come about. But don't paint all of the influencers with the same brush. I think that's yeah. my message. And again, but I don't I, include I, myself in this. Wonder what what actually qualifies someone as an influencer. That mm. is that, that's the big question. Is it? Is well, this is the thing because followers? you've got. My, I could influence my kids. Am I an influencer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but at what point are you an influencer? You can have influencer with one follower. You can yeah. have a hundred thousand followers and not be an influencer. People just like think you're funny. You're not an influencer. You're not influencing anything. They're just watching you. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think some of it's down to the metrics, um, in terms of how they how they do it. It's like I had a meeting with a PR of a large company. Careful. I ain't interested in followers. Ain't interested in subscribers. Interested in engagement and reach yeah. in terms of within your, your own community. So yeah, you can yeah. have a community of 200 runners locally. That's very powerful. Right? You know, to be able to turn that into something. Who cares if you've got 150,000 followers, subscribers on YouTube? That's great. But in terms of actual reach within, mm. I don't know, on a local level, it might not be what that company... He's looking for. So it's, it's again, it's how you define influence. I mean, I mean, give you probably best person to talk about a little bit of that. Yeah. We, um, so I work in marketing. It's my kind of background. We work with lots of influencers, like I just said, but, um, it's all based on reach and engagement. Actually, your number of followers is pretty irrelevant nowadays. And we never measure anything on, and we never look at influencers on whether they've got 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers. Or a million followers it's actually what's their what's their reach and engagement um with their community. so sorry for for a layman we talk mm. about reach and engagement what yeah. are you talking about specifically and how do you right. how do you quantify that yeah so your reach is basically you could have let's say you've got a thousand followers right but how many of those people are you actually reaching with your content so on the back end of instagram you'll be able to see actually Am I reaching, if you've got 1,000 followers, am I reaching 999 of those, in which case my reach is really high, versus am I reaching 10 of them, right? So yeah. that's how you qualify your reach. And your engagement is based on actually how many likes you get, how much people are commenting, how long they're viewing your videos for, so your stories. Um, so you see lots of people will do stories and they'll change kind of, there'll be a transition within the first, first three seconds. And that's because 
you up your engagement and you up your reach by doing those things. So there's lots of kind of like hacks in the background that people that do this all day long will do that us laymans and us normal people would never, never kind of know. But um, but yeah, so it's all based on that. And when you're going to work with influencers or those people, actually, you never really ask what their following is. You're asking actually what are those metrics in the background so you can actually test how um, how much you're actually connecting with the audience. So I'll go back to one of the first sort of like examples I could think of with this. I don't know if it's classed as an influencer. Well, he is an influencer in some respects. David Beckham, he had a, well, I think it's one of his best mates who set up a super dry. And he had one store over in Japan. And it, that's all it was, one shop in Japan. And David, he said to his mate, David Beckham, please, can you wear a couple of my T-shirts? And that was it. That's suddenly super dry worldwide, absolute multi, multi-billion company, just because David Beckham wore a couple of his T-shirts. A one-off thing, which, and we're talking now. This is in like in the modern era. I think we're talking maybe about 15, 16 years ago at least. Mm. Just because David Beckham wore that, the influence mm. he had, oh, okay. multi-billion-pound company. It's big money involved. Big money. But it's, look on, on a on a on a scale like just to bring it back to what we do. I won't go into the absolute metrics of it, but you know we recommended one shoe on Start Fitness once. Cleared them out. Mm. Yeah, and, and it was a it was a shot. It was a shoe that was that we recommended. It was on sale. Boom, done, influx. And it, and it, so in terms of influence and that sort of stuff, it does show if, you, if you're engaged within, within, you know, your community. And communities, community is a word that gets bounded about a lot, right? They love it in terms of market. Ah, oh, community, this, community, that. And again, I see these run clubs popping up in London, loving the word community and all this. But, you know, it's all paid. And they elsewhere in the country they've got marketing budgets that they're throwing behind it bringing down influence and you know and 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 all this sort of stuff and you see the agencies oh yeah we'll get so and so along to this and and all that because they know they'll go on their social channels and they'll post it all out i mean it's 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 old hat now um and and again it's uh two things actually and firstly on so for example on youtube they don't nobody cares about subscribers anymore they're actually thinking about instead of having subscriber count on there putting view count Hmm. Uh, so your whole channel views within the last, like I said, 28 days or something as a metric instead of actually subscribers because it's a vanity metric. Used to be a way of saying how popular a channel is, but now because of the age of buying stuff and adverts, so like there was certain running channels that came out and spent millions on adverts, right? Fair play to them. They've got the budget to do it. Crack on. I've got no problem with that whatsoever. They're a me- you know, media company to do that. That's great. Fair play, you know. But actually that accelerated growth you know, it's effectively you're buying subscribers because you're putting ad money to work. Again, it's a great strategy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. No one's saying there's anything wrong with it. So my point is, though, that that subscriber number is more of a vanity metric than actually what the viewing is. Okay, the two sort of go hand down because you've got those high numbers, the views will be high. But they're saying that in, in actually they're switching out of it. So nobody's looking at necessarily subscribers anymore as a, as a metric. Um, so that's something that's that's something that's going to change. So, and it, and it, it just goes back to that whole thing about, you know, who do you listen and why do you listen to them? And I do think it is waning because it's oversaturated and people are sick and tired of listening to the same BS that comes out of people's mouths. And don't get me wrong. I have been guilty of it in the past. I've said, I'm quite open about it, right? Because you get caught up in it. You know, some brand tells you, oh, yeah, yeah, and, you, and you, we get caught up in it. It's fair enough. But, you know, if you if you, if you you go around the block enough, you realise you start to – and then you, you've, got, you've got to ask yourself, are you going to be true to yourself or not? 
Some people aren't. Some people will turn around and say, I, I can't give out a bad cheer review because I can't afford to upset that brand. Some people can give a toss. And and it, that's not just me. That's other people as well. Some people, you know, they are believing the runner. Brilliant. They openly tell the brands and they've got great relationship with their brands. They openly tell them and say, look, we will say what we want. You might not like it, but we will say what we want. And in fairness, so they tell, that's what they tell the brands. Thomas, I think Hayden, you was on here when, we, when he said that. Um, but some people can't do that because they don't want to do it. And that's, again, that, no one's wrong or right here with this influencer decision. But all I would say is I think it is getting to that point now where it's sort of waning a bit. I just get annoyed with these people who then turn into presenters and all this. To, and that just drives me up the wall. Can I just say, we've had 38 minutes. We were meant to talk about something completely different. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and, and we're only meant to be on for 30 minutes. And you haven't told me off. I haven't. No, because you've done a good, I think you've, you know, you've, it, it's been insightful, mate, which is what it wants to be. You know, we don't, it don't have to be a bun fight, does it? You know, you don't have to be slagging out anybody, want. things like that. Land yeah, but you don't need to, though, do you? Do you want me to give you this list of people I don't like? <laughs> anyway thanks ever so much ladies yeah, and gentlemen can i do one thing really quickly because you know on the other show we were talking about garmin race predictors i've managed to switch the watch yeah but i mean this is going to be like three weeks after oh yeah all right i'll message you forgot about that it's not relevant is it we need it next week on the live show but don't oh, message me because i'll delete it i'll send it to one of the others so set it don't send it speak go find out who's on next week I'll send send it to or I'll... last week as it is yeah, don't, don't start getting me confused with it. Right, so anyway, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us for this email special. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for all your emails that we've read out and answered all your questions. That we'll Keep spend. them coming, though. Longwords.email.com. <laughs> yeah, he spent all day getting them, getting them collected. We may do an email special sometime in the future. <laughs> you never know. You, you never, never know. know. Right, okay, guys, thanks very much. Give shout-out to sketches.co.uk. Thanks very much. And and everybody, as I'm not there, please, everybody, enjoy the running show. I know the folks put on a great turn. It's a great experience. You'll have a great time. Yeah. We'll miss and you. Will, I bro. wish I was coming. Yeah, it's just one of those things. So I'll see you there next year. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, we'll see you on the show. Don't forget, can't remember. Listen back what we said. We've got to go now. <laughs> I want to go and watch the second half of the game. Thanks very much, team. I'll see you all later. I'm going to play the outro music if I can find it. Um, right, bye, boys. Bye. Bye, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 